At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink. Drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is All of It. I'm Allison Stewart, and we continue our post-Oscar coverage with a conversation with one of the big winners. As we just discussed, the film Everything Everywhere All at Once earned six awards. The movie stars Michelle Yeoh, who just became the first Asian woman to win Best Lead Actress, as a worn-down laundromat owner with a not-so-great relationship with her queer daughter, who learns to access other versions of herself in other dimensions and must use her new ability to save the multiverse. The movie is genre-defying and layered with imagery, soundscapes, but most importantly, human emotions. The use of time and space jumping, martial arts fighting, and lots of pop culture references to explore the dynamics of love and free will comes from the writing and directing team and now Oscar winners Daniel Scheinart and Daniel Kwan, a directing duo known as The Daniels. Alongside Michelle Yeoh, the film stars Kiwe Kwan, as Evelyn's deeply sweet and sometimes bumbling husband, Waymon, and James Hong, who plays Gong Gong, Evelyn's not-quite-a-supportive father. When the film first came out, and we were also into it, we spoke to Kiwe Kwan and James Wong. So today, we'd like to revisit that conversation with now Oscar winner Kwan and living legend, 94-year-old James Hong, stars of The Best Picture Winner. We talked about Asian representation in Hollywood, Kwan's stunt choreography, and the film's genre bending. I began our conversation by asking Key how the pitch was first described to him. Well, I, I remember reading the script for the first time. Um, I, I laughed really hard and I cried as well too. I cried for many reasons. Not only was it a beautifully written script with amazing characters that featured you know, a, a Chinese American family, but I also cried because this was a script that I wanted to read for many, many, many years, mm-hmm. um, and and it just it just didn't exist before, uh, and that was that was you know uh, one of the reasons why I left acting, uh, because it was just difficult to be an Asian actor uh, mm-hmm. when I first started. Uh, opportunities were very few, um, and you know at a time it wasn't fun. So when I got a hold of the script, and and you know I I loved it so much, and I felt the role Way- Wayman was written for me. Uh, and I called my agent and I said, please, please let me know what I need to do to land this role. Uh, and when I went in audition for the Daniels, I was so excited to meet them. 
you know, uh, and and I was so happy when I got the call. It was actually the happiest I got I, uh, the call I got uh, uh, in the last 10 years when they told me that, that I got the role. I mean, it was just incredible. I can hear you. You sound very passionate about this. Yes, I am. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, I'm so grateful to the Daniels for giving me this opportunity uh, for, you know, taking, you know, uh, what was once merely a distant dream of mine and turned that into a reality. Uh, and I, I still I'm still processing, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's going on. And I cannot <laughs> believe I'm, I'm here talking to you about this movie and, and acting alongside James Hong. I mean, this is incredible with Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis. This is, I mean, what, what, what an incredible opportunity this is. James, you have been in hundreds of movies. You've read hundreds of scripts. When you first read the script or heard about this idea, what was the thing that hooked you? Well, to tell you the truth, I'm still reading it because I can't quite, all of it, you know, it's everything, everywhere, all at once I'm throwing in the kitchen sink and, <laughs> you know, you just don't know what to expect, you know. To this day, I, I'm looking at the movie once, twice, and I'm not getting all of it. Maybe it's because I am 93, but I don't think so. I think these Daniel boys, uh, you know, created something from their nightmare. Uh, it, it's crazy. I, I never thought I would live to see a script like this. Uh, it's just hmm. so fascinating. Uh, the subconscious keeps working in and out. It, it, in fact, when I read that script and... It says, uh, you know, the character of the, the grandfather or father is in a, a science fiction suit. I, I said, oh, wow, finally I get to wear a so-called science fiction type of a movie suit. You know, I, I was looking forward to it. When I stepped uh, on the set that day, we were going to shoot that scene. They brought in the suit and you have to see the movie. You will never see a science fiction suit made out of material that you will see, just cans and I could hardly move around. I said, oh no, not another Daniel dream of nightmare. (laughs) So it's been that kind of thing all the way through the whole shoot. These guys are crazy. And it's actually, I would have to say, it's the craziest set and direction and movie I've ever been in. (laughs) And that is saying something with your your long career. Let's let's talk about your characters a little bit. So Evelyn is our main character with Michelle Yeoh, and Weimong is her husband. Gong Gong's the father. Um, Ki, what does Weimong think of Gong Gong? Well, he you know throughout the movie he's constantly seeking his approval. Uh, uh, you know because he he's the he, you know he's the one that didn't approve of this relationship, uh, uh, and and he was constantly. In fact, you know they grew apart. Because Evelyn's character decided to, you know, to 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 move with me to America, mm-hmm. uh, and and the relationship, the relationship between Gong Gong and Evelyn soured because of that. So when 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 in the beginning of the movie, when he came to visit us, uh, you know, I was really nervous, and and I wanted his love more than anything else. Wayman is Wayman is a character that you know that that truly believes in empathy and love and respect for one another, um, and and that was also what he was seeking. Uh, to Gong Gong uh, when, when, you know, when they, when he spent time with the family. James, why my, why would Gong Gong not approve of Wei Meng? Well, actually, Gong Gong or the father, <clears throat> you know, he really wanted a boy. 
just like in all Chinese families, old fashioned, they want a boy to carry on the business, right? And so here's a girl and, and well, she just runs this laundromat and, you know, there's no, no super pride in having a girl running a laundromat, you know, that's in the lower rung mm-hmm. of professions. But anyway, and then here's a husband that is so goofy. Oh, everything thumbs down. Things are getting worse. So in the whole movie, I'm always bothered and bewildered what's going on. And, you know, and on top of it, this Evelyn is being audited by the IRS. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure some of you know what that means. Uh, you know, <laughs> so here's all this paperwork and we're going crazy in this movie. And on top of it, this girl is having my daughter is having some kind of nightmare dreams uh, I, I, I give up, you know, I just give up in this movie as far as the role or how to deal with this modern generation. It is a generational film, Key. That's something I think that isn't discussed as much as it should be when talking about this film, that it is about generations trying to understand each other. No, that, that's what's so great about this, this story and the script is because, you know, uh, uh, when you put an Asian cast up in, in a movie, it doesn't have to be about identity. And what the story is about is, you know, very relatable issues, regardless of your race, your social status or, or where you come from. But, you know, it, it is it is, you know, inter, intergenerational traumas uh, uh, and uh, and that's the beauty of it. I mean, it, it, you know, it's just an incredible written script that we all love with these amazing characters that, you know, with that's being treated with authenticity and integrity. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, and, you know, even though it is a, a big science fiction action drama with a lot of, you know, big action sequences and, and it's a comedy as well too, but at the core of it, it's really about this family and how they are disconnected with each other and how they have to travel into the multiverse to find themselves again and to find, you know, you know, each other again and always wonder what would life have been like had they you know, chose a different path or make different decisions along the way. James, we're, always, we're jumping through these different universes and multiverses, um, and we, you both play versions of the same person in these different multiverses. What is something, James, um, that you discussed with the Daniels about how to play the same character in different multiverses? I hope that sentence made sense. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, let me tell you, the Daniels are the easiest and most creative people I've worked with huh. because constantly there's two of them and they're buzzing and they're talking and then they turn to you with some kind of a construct, constructive comment uh, and you have to think in their terms. Now, that's difficult because their minds are are way out there somewhere. And they're young guys, you know, they're going to be the one of the best directors or two of the best directors in the whole business. It, it's something I've never experienced before, but it, it's funny how uh, the audience that, uh, that were there to see this movie when I was there and I heard, you know, and, and one uh, viewer said, uh, it's the best movie he has ever seen in his whole life. So people identify with the feelings of this Chinese family. And now that's an oddity right there, you know? And, and, you know, in spite of all this hatred for Asians, this movie tells the people that we are all one people. We all have the same dreams and desires and we suffer the same things. 
Okay, I did want to ask you about Dan Kwan and Dan Snyder, the Daniels, as we've been talking about. If people think they've heard that name before, they may have seen Swiss Army Man, which was another cool, weird movie they did. Uh, what was the experience like for you working with the Daniels? Uh, well, um, it, it's different. Um, the Daniels were very receptive, and, mm-hmm. and, and they, they can dig into your mind as an actor, and then we act to you, which is very, very, very different from, for instance, like, let's say if I worked in the old movies, when I was working with uh, uh, Robert Wise or um, some of the old movies like Soldier of Fortune with the big time directors, they don't allow you to say anything. If you say something, like I, I, I said to Gene Wilder, um, how about this or that in the scene? And they say, we've done this before. Or, you know, they don't pay any attention to you. What's, what you as an actor can contribute to that role. But the Daniels are different. They, they are part of you when you are acting. I think that's mm. why the film turned out as it is. Because you not only see us, but you see the Daniels' brains and creativity all rolled up in one. Key, what was that like for you working with these two directors? I mean, you know, I, I had the, the pleasure of working with, you know, some really, uh, 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 you know, famous directors like Steven Spielberg and George Lucas and, and Wong Kar Wai. But I mean, the Daniels are, you know, oh my God, they are so freaking talented. Mm-hmm. And, and be on the set, we, you know, we had a really tight shooting schedule, but they never forget to pause and thank everybody and give out awards to, to you know, to crew members. Uh, in fact, if you look at our credits, the end credits, that our production assistants' names and the credits come before everybody else. And mm-hmm. that is a testament to what kind of you know, person they are. Before I used to see Michelle doing all her martial arts and the martial arts movies, but when she acts, she shows a like three dimension of what's hidden in her being. She just carries that movie and they cut most of my part out but put hers in and they should because she is so wonderful. Okay, but gonna... By the way, by the way, I want to add a little bit because, you know, it's, it's always been a dream of mine to work not only with Michelle, but James as well, too. And I want to give a special shout out because James, you know, it's, has the most credits on IMDb. Mm-hmm. He's been in the business. A lot of people has come to me and says, I'm the OG, but James is, OG, is the OG OG. <laughs> and, and he's yeah. getting his star on the Walk of Fame. So, 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 oh my God, I'm so happy for you, James. Like he said, it took me 70 years to get a star on the on Walk of Fame. Now people will step on me and I'll be so happy. <laughs> so, Kate, you know, you, when, during your hiatus from acting, you worked as a stunt choreographer in a couple of movies, including X-Men. And you get to do some great fight work in this film. But how did you get into that? How did you get into stunt choreography? Well, you know, I, I studied uh, martial arts for a long time, uh, a, a style called Taekwondo. And, uh, and when I stepped away from acting and went to film school, after I graduated, I got a call from one of the biggest Hong Kong action directors named Koi Yuan. And he said, uh, hey, do you want to come to Toronto and have some fun with me? And this is right after graduation. So I got there, I walked on set, and it was the X-Men. Uh, and so, you know, uh, he, he, and then after that uh, movie, uh, he kind of took me under his wings and, and taught me everything about action sequences, how to choreograph it, how to shoot it, how to edit it. Uh, and, and I had, you know, the best of time working with him. I learned so much 
And that's why, like for this movie, uh, I had a, a fanny pack fight sequence. And um, and when I, you know, I, you know, I, I want to stop for one minute pack. for just people. Yeah. I, people want to understand. It's a fanny pack sequence. <laughs> you just said that quickly. <laughs> that as, you... as a lethal weapon. A fanny pack as a lethal weapon. So <laughs> yeah, Continue so, on. So, so, you know, so I, I had, the, I had the, the luxury of, of, of uh, not only uh, uh, knowing uh, what action sequence is, so when they choreograph and when they showed it to me, you know, it, you know I, I understand it. Uh, I understand, you know, how, how, how to do it, how, to, how, to, uh, how it all works. And it was just, yeah, it was just, I, I, you know, honestly, too, uh, I don't think I could have played this role had it been offered to me hmm. 10, 15 years ago. Uh, I think everything happened and has to happen in the order it did. I mean, you know, uh, starting out as a child actor and then going to film school and, and working behind the camera for uh, Koi Yuan and Wong Kar Wai. I mean, I literally pour, not literally, but I pour my entire life mm -hmm. into these three characters that I play. So it's it's yeah it's it's it was pretty uh, it was an incredible journey for me. I have to follow up on the fanny pack. One good thing about seeing it in a screener is I watched that segment four times. I watched wow. that fight sequence. <laughs> I called my kid over. I was like, "You've never seen anything like this." This sequence. <laughs> There's something funny about it that just it fits that the weapon of choice would be a fanny pack. It just feels like it's a detail that makes sense for this movie, and I'm not sure what it is. What it, what is the why is it so right on for this movie? You know, that, that's what's so incredible about the Daniels. It's like, oh my gosh, nobody thought of using a fanny pack in a fight sequence. And, 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 and what's so great about that sequence is it really sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Yes, that's it. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, getting on the co roller coaster and, you know, you take that first dip, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and, and it, just, it just doesn't relent. It doesn't stop. Uh, and, you know, it really takes the audience uh, for a ride into the far, far into the multiverse. Uh, yeah, they're, they're really, they're really, you know, geniuses, uh, the Daniels. James, was there something in your character and the script that your character got to do that you thought, in my decades as an actor, I've not done that before? Oh, okay. Well, I like to remark on Key's uh, expertise on uh -huh. fanny belt because I do wear a fanny belt uh, quite often. And, uh, you know, I, if somebody approaches me, I like to use it as a weapon. So I, I <laughs> beg Key to teach me the fanny belt kung fu. You know, I, I know some of the uh, other type of kung fu, but never with a fanny belt. And I'll cer certainly from now on, carry something heavy inside of the fanny belt so that they'll swing around and knock the guy attacker to pieces. Mm. But that, that was, I never dreamt that you could do that much Kung Fu, okay, you know, and from that child actor with that squeaky voice, of course, the voice hasn't changed too much, <laughs> but from that, and then you said you retired for, or, you know, out of the picture for 20 years, you know, being an actor, I, I don't understand how you could escape from, that early career, and then pick it up again. It doesn't quite make sense, but it, it does. And now you have a, a new series called uh, American Born Chinese, uh, the, which I am doing an episode, thank goodness. But you speak, <laughs> uh, you all speak Mandarin in this. That That's another thing I got to find out what this is all about. But I don't even know what your question is. But as far as doing something <laughs> I've never done before, 
not really, because I'm in the wheelchair again, like mm-hmm. I'm in big trouble, little China as well, pan wheeling myself around. Uh, but there, there's one scene I'm not going to give it entirely, but I'm really I'm going crazy doing a very heavy scene with uh, mm-hmm. Michelle, and she's my daughter, and I'm pleading with her. I'm I'm my nose is running, and my uh, eyes are, are crying, and she takes and. I'll just give you a fast description. She takes her hand and wipes my nose and makes me swallow it. Oh, God, you know, I, that wasn't in the script, you know. I'm going to have to see her about that. <laughs> so, you know, that's the way it was. All kinds of surprises happening. Um, yeah. But there's not enough of James Hong in this movie. I wish there was. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a director's cut if we know the Daniels, I'm sure. I'm sure. By the way, by the way, for, for all the listeners, I don't know if you know this or not. James Hong is 93 years old. Amazing. He's been in the business for 70 years and his passion for acting, it's still burning bright and strong and, and watching him on set, watching him give, giving that performance is really inspiring. I mean, this man is incredible. I mean, I'm, I'm not, he's a legend. I mean, mm-hmm. he's the GOAT. I mean, it's incredible, James. Are you, are you saying I'm too old? <laughs> I'll no, show I just say, oh my God, you are! It's incredible how you know. You know, we we had a lot of a uh, 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 really interesting conversation on set, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, James, when he started out in the fifties, you know, it was really tough, and when I started out in the eighties, uh, it was tough, and uh, and he said he waited seventy years, and I waited thirty five years mm-hmm. for this movie to come along. So it's it's a really special movie for us. That's true. It's a, in a way, looking back, when I started, there was nothing but cliche roles. And when there's an important role, they would give it to the white people. And, and, I, and I had to bear with that. And I started the East-West Players. That started a movement. And now, I, I can't believe it. After 70 years, there's a, a directors winning Academy Awards. There's a, a, a multi-actors who are doing uh, leading roles, you know, mm-hmm. from that no Asians doing leading roles to what it is now after 70 years. It does my heart good. And to see Key pull it off the bag and do what he did. He he is so talented. You watch. I, I can't believe he's doing what he does on the screen because I haven't seen him for uh, since 20 years ago. You know, and I, I don't think he should have hibernated that long. Oh, my God. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Getting that praise from James. Oh, my God. I'm speechless. Thank you, James. I love you, man. James, what kept you going? What kept you going as an actor, especially when, you know, you've been very candid about, and I think a lot of people from underrepresented groups of your age had to deal with some really serious racism. Well, that's a a very deep thinking question because a lot of my colleagues like uh, Robert Ito and uh, Saito and, you know, they're uh, they're very, very, very good actors. uh, But now... I don't see them on the screen anymore. And it's, it's because, it's sure, we've made advances, but still, there's not enough consideration for the Asian American talent. We should be out there more as doctors, as detectives, as uh, uh, politicians, you know. We are all those things mm-hmm. in real life, but I don't see enough of it on television now. And so, in a way, even at 93, I'm striving to put more Asians on the screen somehow, some way. Um, 
and I hope I'm doing my little bit. Uh, and I hope all the people listening to me uh, uh, give it a boost, mm -hmm. give that goal a boost to put more Asians on the screen. Because now you can see the talent there. So let's uh, use it. You know, otherwise America is losing a great part of its history. Key. James gave you a little, uh, a little set me up for American born Chinese, <laughs> your series. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, uh, I, I'm in it with Michelle Yeoh, uh, and we have an amazing cast. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm so happy that that James will also be in it with us as well. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel of the same name by Gene Yang. And uh, and it's produced by Melvin Ma, Jake Caston, Kelvin Yu, and Destin Daniel Cretton, mm. uh, who directed Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, he's great. Uh, it's for Disney+. Plus. It's incredible. I mean, it's a really cool concept based on, you know, the mythical world of uh, the Monkey King. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's got it's got comedy. It's got great action sequences in it. Uh, it's it's a really fun uh, uh, series, and I, I I can't wait for the world to see it. But why why is it in Mandarin? My Mandarin isn't that great, so I have to study like crazy. <laughs> Well, I, I don't want to give it away too much, but but James is going to be his character is incredible. Mm. In this. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't know how to go into it without 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 spoiling. We don't but, want to spoil it. Yeah. But uh, but yes, it, it's going to be amazing. James, what's yeah. a, a project you've either worked on already that's coming out or that you have in your in your future that you're very excited about? Oh, well, I have my own film, my own production called Capacity and the Five Kingdoms. That nice. soon will be released. It's in the final stages of post-production. So uh, as you can see, I'm, and I shouldn't be like my wife saying, you, you've got too many projects. <laughs> well, that's true. I do have too many projects. I might be going to uh, Spain to do another movie and into uh, Canada, you know, all of a sudden, I think it is because of the times uh, uh, key, you know, the, I'm getting more roles all of a sudden, maybe because the COVID has just been over now, all those two years of uh, projects that people yeah. wanted me in is now coming to me again. But uh, you can imagine, you know, trying to do this and, and the publicity and the two other movies going foreign. Uh, I don't know. I have to create a James Hong uh, duplicate here or, <laughs> whatever you call it, another robot to do my work. <laughs> so but call it's in, fun. Call in the other James Hong from one of the multiverses. That was my conversation with Oscar winner Kiwe Kwan and James Hong about the Oscar-winning film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com slash WNYC and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off.